This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. After Buzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Turn it up. Bump that up a little bit. Get it, Mrs. Slink. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? You are tuned into AfterBuzz TV for Black Jesus Season 2. I'm your host, Bam Erickson, and I would like to introduce the panel. What's going on, everybody? I'm your boy, Jimmy V. Hey, hey, I'm Stefan Wallace. And in the AfterBuzz building, we have Mr. Black Jesus himself, Mr. Joe Sling Johnson in the building. What up, what up? Yeah, yeah. Sling. What's happening? How you been? Man, I've been blessed. I've been wonderful. I've been, I've been in a great space, man. We have a lot to talk about, so let's break down the show. So, Black Jesus has a dream. From Pops saying that you need to humble yourself and I need you to go down and I need you to wash Lloyd's feet. Right. Um, I know where they're going with this, but my question to you guys is, why do you think Lloyd was the chosen person out of all the people in Compton he could have chose? Why Lloyd? I mean, as we've seen in this season so far, it seems like Lloyd's been against everything that Jesus has been actually doing so in a sense it's like you need to help out your enemy mm-hmm. that's what i say yeah uh i i think it's kind of biblical like they're going with the um you know the the first shall be last and the last first you know so it's uh the least of them lord is the he's the homeless one he's the one that uh is kind of the the derelict so you know jesus is starting with the the last or the least mm-hmm. and building i think that he chose lloyd because Lloyd, as the the street local bum, sure, yeah. he's going to tell everybody. So he's the mouthpiece. He's the mouthpiece. Okay. And um, when you think about black, when you think about Jesus washing feet, yeah. if you remember in the Bible, John thirteen, he actually went to wash the disciples' feet. Right? Yep. And yeah. he said to him, he um, he said to I think it was Peter. He says, "Unless I wash you, you have no part of me." So for me, that's 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 the underlying tone of why this whole thing is happening. Gotcha. Because if he can wash the feet of people, then people will feel a part of him, which then they would get to know him. And mm-hmm. Lloyd is the biggest non-believer ah. exactly. out of everybody. Did I did I hit that on the nail, or is what do you think? 
That sounded pretty good to me, man, because honestly, I don't know why Pops happens. You know, <laughs> Pops, Pops just tell Jesus to do some stuff, and you know he just got to do it, man, do or it. whatever the case, you know. And um, again, I, I like I like all you guys' ideas. You know, the, the last will be first, you yeah. know, and, and, you know, you got to put a little sample out there. Lloyd out there on the street, you put a little sample, he out there, he's going to let everybody know that Jesus got the digital divinity. Yeah. Did that. Right. Yeah. Although, nice. ironically, Lloyd didn't actually go and spread the word. What did he do? He was selfish. Sure. Um, when they tied him down, uh, when they tied him down, he was like, towel, no tip. Like, he <laughs> is the rudest sure. motherfucker yeah. I know. <laughs> he is so rude, and I love the character of Lloyd. Yeah. He is just hilarious. Uh, yeah. And so now let's go forth. And so now Black Jesus then goes and watch Mrs. Tootie's feet. Yeah. yeah. And she and loves Tootie's it. Next. Yeah, and Miss Tootie loves it. She says uh, it's actually better than some of the last couple of times she got her some, right? <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Uh, I can't even imagine Miss Tootie getting some, but go ahead. Well, you know, <laughs> Jesus, uh, I guess, is in the hands. You know what I'm saying? And Jesus, you know, him being divine, yeah. he knows just how to touch just right. You know, sure. he can touch your heart. He damn sure can touch the feet. <laughs> right. Big-ass feet. Crusty-ass yeah. crusty feet. Ass well, wait, and what he said, uh, Booney said, uh, he says the bucket looks like, um, it looks like a butlet. Uh, chilling, chilling water. Chilling water. <laughs> man, that Corey Holcomb. Corey, you crazy, man. <laughs> man, Corey Holcomb. Man, look here, Corey. Corey crazy man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Question: How many different, how many different um, lines did Corey give? Because I'm sure that probably was one of maybe twelve. Yeah, man. Corey can have a Corey can have a nice outtake reel of his own. I mean, Corey, man. Shout out to Corey Holcomb, man. He's such a genius, man. Such so quick on his feet, man. So quick. He, Corey, man. Corey can improvise in a second. And yeah. Corey can improvise a movie. If you put a camera in front of him and it had the budget, Corey would improvise a whole movie. <laughs> he's he's really that good. That's tight. He's really, really that good. Um, so now Miss Tootie wants to open up the business because Pops told didn't necessarily tell Black Jesus that he didn't have to um that it was Exclusive me like 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 it was he didn't say that you couldn't charge, so then why not? Right. And so now Miss Tootie decides to open up this business and um it starts off really good. The only problem is Black Jesus is taking too damn long and Miss Tootie got all her bitches. I mean, she had them lined up. <laughs> she had she had them all lined up. You think yeah. Miss Tootie is uh, do you a pimp? Think, yeah. Well, do you think she's smashing some of them bitches or do you think is she just... Uh, Tootie? I don't know. I think she's strictly dickly. I don't know. I think she's just in <laughs> you know? for where the green is at, and that's where she was next, next. I mean, y'all bitches stay in line. She was facilitating the whole thing just like as if a pimp were to. So, right. Do you, Go ahead. I think Miss Tootie, you know, let's dispel that rumor right now. Miss <laughs> Tootie's about the three Ps. She bought her power, her paper, and she definitely liked penis. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, she definitely bought that money though. Miss Tootie's always looking for uh, some type of advantage she could take, so she sees you got a product in the hands of God, and uh, she like we could flip this. She's just a talent agent. You yeah, know what I'm <laughs> what ah man, you money. stole my you stole my last link. Yeah, yeah she go go talk about it when now we uh, when she when Black Jesus was kind of holding up the business. Mm-hmm. She's smart about her money, and so she gets rid of she gets rid of Black Jesus and uh, yeah. and Mag, and she pushes them out the way. And to go ahead, yeah, as far um, as was Miss um, Tootie and Fish. I mean, she understood the business has to go on. Sure. Even though he started 
to get tired, and then all the ladies were like, oh, look at Fish, you know? So she saw a way to capitalize. So she she was like, hey, I'm going to take care of you quick. Bam, bam. Have a great day. Hey, Fish, let's go get this money now. So, bam. I I feel like, uh, you know, Jesus is putting actual uh love and and emotion into every foot massage you know most definitely so you taking your time most definitely it's never going to be a hurried thing um but tootie is uh, whenever you buy the dollar you're on the clock right so she's like listen we need these to be done in what 10 minutes yep 10 minute massage it's only 20 dollars though they're making a dove every pair of feet 10 minutes is all you really need yeah do you Jesus ain't in it for the money, though. Jesus, no, you gave away yeah. your money once you got it. Right, right, yeah, right. right. Exactly. Jesus gave it. You know, the money is not Jesus's angle at all. You know, he's about getting legit money, like he always yeah. says, because he knows that's what his, his, his followers and his people need. Sure. However, you know, he's he's more in it for you know the the, the goodness that comes out of it, the, the the lessons that come out sure. of learning and earning. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesus ain't tripping on that bread, man. He just wants <laughs> to smile. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Do you think Fish should have held out for more money? Like I, Miss Tootie only offered him a quarter of weed. Was it no a quarter or half of weed? It was a quarter. Was a, a quarter, quarter of weed. Yeah. I don't know how much that is. That a lot? Is that a lot? I mean, for one man, I'm no uh, expert, but it's like I seven grams or something. Yeah, I right. That's a seven. I smoke a quarter in a day, mm-hmm. but you know, again, this is TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is TV, and this is satire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the average person out there that's watching don't really understand that. Right, you know right. right. Me, they call me Godzilla Lungs. I'll take your little funky ass quarter and smoke that <laughs> I ain't mad Mr. at Tootie, you. better give me more than a quarter. I need a couple of elbows, girl. <laughs> right. Got me out here working. It wasn't until the other lady wanted more than just... Yeah. Uh, she wanted the, the deep the tissue, full body the deep tissue. She wanted full, the full body, body. Yeah. and then that's when Mrs. Tootie finally, uh, Mrs. Tootie finally wanted to give fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I which, mean, she okay. kept it at, she kept it from being uh, a sexual thing, an actual penetration thing, which I'm surprised. I thought it was going to go there, you know, mm-hmm. but um, I, you know, fit. I thought Fish should have held out for a little bit more in the negotiation or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. But Tootie's pimp game was so strong. Yeah, man, you got to think about it, man. If, if you know, you talking about fish and you talking about, you know, guys of the crew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If if if, if the homies knew stuff like hold out and wait for some more money, we wouldn't need Miss Tootie. Right, so, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. We just, you know, the homies just be happy to get yeah. something. You know what I mean? They just be happy to see another day, get something and make it through, you know? So, like, what? You going to give me a quarter? Uh, you know, so yeah, and I thought the way Mrs. Tootie negotiated the the verbal contract, mm-hmm. she Fish is like, "Are you trying to pimp me on Miss Tootie?" Straight up, no, I'm not trying to pimp you out. <laughs> no pimping is. Well, I wrote it down. She says, "Pimp, uh, pimp tries to control people. Uh-huh. People, uh, pimps try to take advantage of you. You are talent." I'm your talent manager, <laughs> and when she said that, you can see the reaction on Fish's uh, on Fish's face where he was like. That can make sense. Oh, That's that. how pimps talk. Let me be your manager. Yeah. Got him. Yeah. When two consenting adults come together, you can't beat that. Yeah. That's that's that pimp game. She got the mouthpiece. For real. Yeah. 
then Loe comes and he messes up, up everything. Snitching. Blow the spot up. I mean, haven't we seen this all season? He keeps running back to uh, Diane. Diane's yeah. Like, Lloyd is everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. He's everywhere. Where, like, why are you here, bro? For real. It's like one of those. He's like an annoying f- flea at like a cookout or something. Yeah, yeah. like, like a net. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm tripping on, uh, you know, from the beginning, Miss Tootie was like, you know, we can go down to the yoga studio. I know a gang of bitches down there. Uh, she called them bitches, hoes, hoes, everything under the sun. And then when old girl said, uh, uh, start getting out of line, Booney stepped in. Yo, don't be talking to my mama like that. This bitch that did a lot. She's like, don't call me no bitch. You know, you know I don't like that. that. Yeah. And I'm like, you call everybody. Everybody bitches. Oh, uh, Booney is, Booney and Miss Tootie's relationship, man, is, 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 is very, very, very crazy. They got like a weird dynamic to their relationship. Yeah. They're mother and father, but they like brother and sister. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite moments I tickle to this day is in the church heist episode. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we talked about that one. When it was discovered that the guys were doing a heist and Booty saw his mom. <laughs> he was like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to how he said it, man. It was yeah. like, so, hey, Corey, man, your ass is crazy, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Corey, man. Yeah, man, that's my homeboy, Corey Hogan, real Chicago cat, Chicago stand up, man. Hey, I yeah. see him out there doing it, pimp. Yeah, Corey's definitely doing his thing. Let's go into Tootie and uh, Booney's relationship. Yeah. Um, it's so weird. Like, yeah. you know, um, they have this weird relationship where they love each other, but they hate each other. It's almost, as you said, it's almost like they're brother and sister, not yeah. mom and son. It's weird. They still support sort of each other. It's so dysfunctional. But, you know... It's his mom's business, so to speak. Mm-hmm. He's there trying to make sure he's being supportive somehow. He kind of became the bouncer, mm-hmm. you know, because right. he had no job. And, uh, you know, he wanted to obviously be in the uh, in the little trailer getting it in with these uh, the old flabbies. But what did Miss Tootie say? Boy, get your – no, she told him uh, they don't they don't want your, uh, your old fat ass um, Dang, I ain't write it down. But uh, she got on She berates him so much, yeah. yeah. She, she really just – but, you know, it's a wonderful dynamic to me because the way she berates him and, you know, he comes back. You know, it's right. weird. It, 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 I believe it's a very endearing relationship mm-hmm. between the two of them. You know, I can see it like Miss Tootie probably had him young and they yeah. grew up together. Yeah. Right. yeah. And, you know, she tears into his ass yeah. every yeah. time, man. But, you know. But is, is it like that's how they show each other love, maybe? I would, I would imagine. You know? That's the, that's just how they communicate. Their yeah, their love. Yeah. I don't know. I Tootie I, and Booney. I agree. Let's now go back. Let's go to Lloyd. I think that when you deal with someone like a Lloyd, a um, the 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 bum, the town bum. Not only is he the the local bum, but when shit goes down, you go to the bum because he he's yeah. there. He watches. So you have to kind of take care of the bum in order to have him on your side. If you want him to be a part of your line alliance, and so I think that Mrs. Tootie, her only problem with the whole situation mm. was the fact that she didn't take care. As a businesswoman, you're supposed to take care of everybody. Mm. So she messed up when she didn't go and take care of Lloyd. Take care of Has Lloyd. she not? took care of Lloyd and just she just 
destined. You know, she could have gave him. A, she could have gave him a beer. She could have did something to get have pacify him. Yeah, to pacify sure. him. But she didn't do that, and therefore she have to. And I'm glad she didn't because we wouldn't have a story. Right. <laughs> right. We need a story. We got. You know, people got to do stuff like that, man. Yeah. You know, you ever watch TV? Be like, why did they do that? Why don't they just you yeah. know? But you know, you, you gotta, needed that. You need that. You got to make a story, man. And and that's the classic. Uh, that's the classic way of the world. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got to take care of your people, man. But unfortunately, our people don't take care of our people. All the time. Right. That's yeah. true. Amen. That's Preach, true. Bro. I'm tripping on how uh, Lloyd has Diane on speed dial. <laughs> like this is what how is this did, the second episode he's yeah. called Diane straight like how do you get her number I don't know <laughs> Lloyd has Diane on speed dial somehow uh, what, okay so Diane yeah. is on a blind date with the dude from Hits from the Street Hits from the Street I, I don't know his character's name so I don't mean to disrespect but yeah. when I see him that's the dude who everybody used to run when Hits they saw the him on BET yeah. from Hits from the Street <laughs> what do you guys think about that um, that that scene uh, when he's trying to? First of all, I thought he did a great job. He was he was funny, man. He had, had a lot jokes of jokes on jokes. Yeah, man. Oh, man Al Al is a funny dude, man. Yeah. Very funny cat, man. He was yeah, machine man. gun firing him off too. Yeah, like it, it was nonstop. Bang, bang, Ain't bang, Halloween, bang. but I see pumpkins. pumpkins. <laughs> that nice pumpkin ass. Yeah, like Diane. Literally, I don't even know if she spoke much. She didn't in that dialogue, she, she was didn't there. Her, yeah, yeah. No, no. she, she didn't just, give him a chance. No. He was just he was just going, just spitting. Yeah, when he when he kind of trailed it off into uh, him being a mama's boy, and then him living, uh, like he just was nonstop going. It was funny. Yeah, definitely funny. Once again, another thing with the show is um that they always have the jokes on jokes, and yeah. it's the it's the fact that I feel like it's not written down. It's like straight up or. Yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. So then He's just flowing. That's just what makes it always good. So. Yeah, we have a lot of fun, man. Um, Mike and Aaron offer us all a lot of creative freedom in that regard. It gives us a lot of they give us a lot of room <clears throat> when working with the script because the story that you see is very much the story that Aaron writes. Yeah, and Mike, you know, they get together and they then they're rolling. But you know, again, we we get there. A lot of stuff gets created on the day. Okay. Uh, it gets right, right on the day. We're right there. And, you know, Corey will do something. And it's always somebody that sets somebody off. Like, yeah. You know, this is like, <laughs> it's like, it's like a, a, a championship basketball team. You got a lot of good, all got everybody playing good. Like, you, one night it might be this guy. Right, yeah, right. Next night it might be this guy. But, yeah. you know, we're always going to have some spectacular performances on Black Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And,. What I think is also so brilliant about the show is not only is everyone actors, but 90% of the cast are comedians. Yeah. Mm. Yourself, Charlie Murphy, John Witherspoon, uh, uh, Corey Holcomb, um, uh, uh, King King Batch, Batch. Andrew, um, um, Andre Fuller, like every... uh, um, Antoine even... Like, I can't... um, Well, I can't imagine because I've been there, but I can't imagine being on a set five six days a week and having to compete really it's like you said it's a competition because you know Corey's gonna bring them you know charlie's gonna bring it and so it's like it's literally like a, a like a class or, or watching or watching a, an improv special where if somebody comes at you you have to come back or what do you do do you like get laughed at for the rest of the day you have to sit in the, like is how was a competition do you guys think of it as a competition no. or I never thought of it as a competition. Okay. You know, we all just, everybody just comes and bring their A game and everybody knows their role. You know, we're always going to, 
we're always going to stick close. We're always going to stick to the script and stick to the story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nobody's, and as far as the funny goes, you know, I think everybody knows their place. You know, yeah. nobody's going to try to out-funny a, 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 a Charlie or a Corey, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, more more so because, you know, based on the script and the character. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, it's not a competition. Okay. We, just, we just have a lot of fun. We yeah. trip out every day on each other. Like, and when I say competition, I didn't mean, like, literally, but, like, a friendly Oh yeah, mo- yeah, yeah. Mo- most most definitely. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I don't. I don't even see it as that. Okay. I think we just all, you know, somebody have a good day and we'll just laugh about it all day. You know what I mean? And yeah. that, that's just it. You know, probably, and we probably be looking towards him to do some more. I mean, I know I'm always looking at Corey. Right. Like, I know this dude for the say something yeah. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you kind of expect it. I think what you said was was exactly right. I see it as a as an all star team. You know, anybody, any given night could put up 30 you know 40 points so uh it's just that y'all just gel with it on the pilot you know some people probably would ever see this but on the pilot charlie told well excuse me vic told trayvon uh trayvon told vic like yo don't talk to jesus like that it's blasphemous mm-hmm. oh no he said no he said it's ironic that you're talking to jesus like that and uh, Vic said, yo, it's ironic that you have a man stuffed in a bitch's body. <laughs> and that was like, you never saw that. That was a funny-ass cut to yeah. me. I never he said, man, yeah, you know how he talk. Yeah, you have a man in a bitch's body. <laughs> in moments like that, does it, does it shut the set down for a minute? Yes, man, definitely, man. I know for me, man, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm definitely learning to be a professional on the set of Black Jesus. I got to, right. oh, man, it, it's, it's so much to try to hold this laugh, sure. hold these laughs in, man. And yeah. I think, you know, when, when the days get short and they get tight, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we got to get this done because, we, you know, we yeah. take care of business, man. But sure. it, it's a lot gotcha. of laughs. To, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of laughs. For me, just really quick, the funniest thing that Charlie Murphy said was to Jason. He said, you unforgettable ass nigga. <laughs> that was like no, you regular forgettable ass. Forget, yeah, it was one of those things where it was like, did he? Ch-? And you have to think about it. But like his, he's cold. Oh man, he's cold. Yeah. Really quickly, the the high scene uh, for episode two, which I thought was hilarious. Um, what the hell was it like doing that church scene? To me, I had so much fun watching it. I can only imagine how much fun you guys had shooting the actual church scene. Well, bam, the church scene was, was so much fun to me because, you know, again, we got to go to a different location. Mm-hmm. We, we shot at, at a church in Long Beach. Um, again, just the idea of it all, just the idea of the story, you know, it yeah. was just amazing. Like, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. how trill is that? Jesus finna go get his money from the crooked preacher, right, you know right. what I'm saying? And it, it, it was dope. It was an amazing uh, couple days there, man. We, we shot, and a lot of people won't know my entire family was in, in, in that church scene. Oh, okay. My, my That's mother, what's up. My, my mother, my father. That's awesome. My, my, my children, my nieces, my cousins, a couple of my friends. It were uh, per, you know, my personal friends in my real life. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, that church scene was my family. Everybody, like, a, a whole lot of people in that church scene was in my was part, cool. part of my family. And, uh that was real fun. That was a very unforgettable day right there just to be okay. able to do that. How cool was that to be able to bring your family and watch them see what you do? Especially, yeah. They were in the scene. Yeah. So, yeah, that was dope. Yeah. You know, again, moms, pops, <clears throat> kids, my sisters, you know what I'm saying? They all was in there. I thought the deacons with the do-rags, and the, I, that was just funny to me. <laughs> but anyway, going back, yeah. uh, Diane and Trigger. Who would have expected Diane 
to turn into, as uh, Booney says, no, he, he, he talking about a, a cat Maggie. Maggie, is Maggie, Trigger. yeah, oh, Maggie Trigger. Like, yeah, Sorry, got you. Got you. Yeah. yeah, Maggie and Trigger choloed out. She's choloed out. <laughs> Don't he, judge me. <laughs> Booney called her. He, what did he call her? He called her. He said, uh, "You he look was, like a heavy metal mari- uh, mariachi <laughs> singer." <laughs> and then she <laughs> said, "You look like Fat Albert." <laughs> yeah, that's the comeback. I love that she she didn't she didn't let that ride too long. She let. Yeah. She said it's too much work. I got to put on all this makeup and do all this stuff. I, I'm good. I kind of like them together. I don't know if we're gonna see more of that. I'm not gonna ask you because I don't want you to give any spoilers. Yeah. But do you, what do you guys think about that relationship? I think it's cool because um, it really by Maggie getting with with Trigger, it kind of helps connect. It, like hel- that it helps the connection. Okay. So from a business aspect, I think it's great. And then I also just think it's cool because I think Maggie needs a man. Um, I agree with that. I mean, based off of season one, mm-hmm. we've seen they were on opposite sides. You yeah. Know? So uh, the way I think about it, if you're rocking with my team, you're on my team. You yeah. Know? yeah. But uh, she ended ended up switching sides, whether it's for personal, business wise, I or, mean, or pleasure, whatever. Well, you, know. you can't really say that because by the end of season one, Trigger and Spider were our friends, yeah. so yeah. they switched sides. So again, they you know. <laughs> I would take it that, you know, we're going to continue this season two in the same vein. You know, Trigger and Spider are still friends, and they're actually so close that, you know, Spider went, I mean, Trigger went on and Mac Maggie down. <laughs> That's right. I can't help it. Are we going to see more of that, or can, I just have to ask? Or do you, not my, just, do you going to tell me? Or huh. oh, Okay, <laughs> I thought so. All right, it was worth a try. But I, you, you no, know, but I like it. I, I like it. it. Yeah. What do you guys think about the final scene? So Diane comes with... Oh yeah, with Jaleel White. I don't know his character's name, but now yeah. he's Detective. there. I thought that was a great cameo from him. Yeah. And uh, Black Jesus comes to the rescue after the lady getting the deep tissue massage. She calls out Jesus' name. Yeah, which alerts Jesus. Which gets alerts, yeah. and he comes down and he saves them. And what did you guys think about the final scene? I was just a huge fan because they were about to get caught mm-hmm. for for doing wrong, and Jesus came in, saved the day, made it Yet right. Again. I mean, hey, I'm I'm worried, man. In that final scene, you know, everything about the final scene's all good. Uh, thank you, Jesus, <laughs> Black <laughs> Jesus, for coming through. Uh, I'm worried about Diane and uh, and um, Jason. Oh, Jason, Jason, yeah, because he got caught. Yo, he he shirt <laughs> off. He, he got a woman's foot on him. He's never in the right position. She already is fielding, you know, new. Uh, uh, she's taking interviews right now. Um, whatever his name is, hit from the street. Whatever his character's name is. So every time she catch her man, he ain't in a good light. You know, and I need them to make that comeback. All that can be explained, though. It can all be explained. Diane just needs to chill out and relax. It can all be explained. But from a woman's perspective, she shows up. My, it's my man with his shirt off. Everybody else shirt on. <laughs> it's my man with his shirt off. It's my man who uh, lost the Jordans. It's my man who everything is always. It's him. To play the other side, how can that be explained? <laughs> well, because what happened was they was in there and uh, Booney spilled some chili on Jason's shirt. While um, yeah, so he spilled some chili on his shirt while while Jesus was trying to get in there. Massage the lady's feet. <laughs> Booney had tripped over Jesus. Spilled some chili because Booney always eating chili. And, and the lady foot because she slipped, and that's how it ended up on Jason. Caught. He had to catch oh, her. Okay. That's catcher. 
Gotcha. Great explanation. Right, right. I don't. Diane is definitely, you know, she's given him multiple chances, yeah. and she has not. She clearly hasn't given up. Right. Yeah. So I think there's more. And she's saying it ain't a lot out there. I have a question. In, <laughs> yeah. Mama's boy. In the intro, um, in the intro with the song and the um, and the, the credits, you see Diane coming out of the bed, and Jason's in it. Is that a part of something that we're going to see uh, later on in season two, or was that kind of like an extra shot that they do when they're doing intros with the song? I, I don't know what you're talking. About. Damn. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> trying to dig. Trying to a, dig. Okay. Well, let's let's get into some things for season two. Um, there's cameos. So we had Jaleel White. We had um, a man from uh, uh, Hits from the Streets. We had Keith David. Can you tell us? Are there any other? Man. But let me just let me explain. As a fan, it just would make sense that you would start name dropping who some of the cameos and are. I'll tell you, it's uh, it's that one dude. He got a first and a last name. It's another dude. He got two ears. <laughs> he, he, goes, both of them. he got he both of them, yeah. <laughs> and it's another dude gonna come on there. It's another dude on the show. You seen him before? He got ten fingers. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, and it's this lady. She beautiful. <laughs> you know that beautiful lady. She on there too. Gotcha. All right. I know exactly who. You know. That's what we get. I have a bone to pick with you, being that you're one of the producers of Black Jesus. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I have two bones to pick with you. What the hell took so long to announce that it was going to be a season two? We but we waited for months. Well, you know the um, it's protocol. You know it's just different things. I, I, I would like to tell you something mm-hmm. cool and like to. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm just going to take it as, you know, it's certain things that have to happen. It's a protocol. This is Hollywood. This is big business. Mm-hmm. You know, again, what you see happen on other shows like Empire got uh, got the re-sign of the week that, that after the first episode, second episode. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it's just different different strokes with different folks. And, you know, things just happen how they do. You know, the, the wheels of Hollywood turn slow. Yeah. And, you know, that's just what it is. Okay. Another bone to pick is why is Black Jesus on Friday? People who watch Black Jesus, we at the club on Fridays. Why is Black Jesus on Fridays? Um, pops, pops feel that people need to see him on Friday. Night. <laughs> okay. Instead of being in the club. Yeah, pops felt that he needed to bring people back home inside the house so they can watch Adult Swim Black <laughs> Jesus Friday nights at 11 p.m. The plug. Fair enough. You guys have any questions? Yeah. Yeah, uh, being that you are one of the uh, producers, like, how did you and Aaron come together to actually think of the whole idea of Black Jesus? Okay, see, we came together because Aaron was born on a planet called Xandar 7. And I was cruising the cosmos, and what happened, my ship landed on Xandar 7. (laughs) Right. And, you know, Aaron told me, like, wow, you came out the heavens, bro, you know? Like, like a black Jesus. Yeah, like a black Jesus. And the rest yeah, is Yeah, I think history. I heard this story before. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, I, you know, I'm, what was the question? How did how we come together on it? Yeah. Well, yeah. How'd the concept come? That was Aaron's concept. That okay. was Aaron's concept. And around the time we met, I don't know how long he had had the concept before we met, but I think it was still like in its infancy. It wasn't like even written down. It was still like a concept. And... Um, I, I was blessed to have the opportunity to meet Aaron Magruder and, and, and do some work for him. I did some um, um, video, internet video work for him. I did a mm-hmm. little crazy little video for him. He, he liked it. 
And uh, I did some more videos for him, and eventually he called me down and like, yo, I got an idea, you know, how would you like to play Jesus? And I'm like, yeah, cool. You know, because, again, this is Aaron Magruder, man. This is Mr. Boondock. That's yeah, right, yeah. yeah. You know, it had to be, you know. So, again, that's when it was born. Uh, Black Jesus was started as a web skit, part of the Super Rumble Mix show. That was a sketch comedy show in which it had, like, different sketches, and Black Jesus is one of the sketches. And hmm. Aaron put the show on YouTube and kind of like a feeler. And, you know, people gravitated to the sketches they liked, and Black Jesus, thankfully, was one of them. Nice. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. Um, how has life changed for you after season one and you've been torn and doing some other stuff where we're going to talk about, but um, how do you handle being a celebrity? You know, Bam, honestly, uh, I'm, I'm taking a transition in stride. It's definitely a transition. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm way south of Wilshire. I'm, I'm one of them dudes, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> you know... I can do this, and I'm, I'm taking the transition, and I'm going through it. But it, it's, it, it's 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 a lot of great things about it, man. Just the just the opportunity, and just the uh, uh, the privilege that comes with it. You know, some of the headaches that come with it, I try not to let them bother me. You know, they're really not headaches. You know, dealing with fans, I, I don't. I'm not mad that people like me. You know, people approach me when I'm out. You know, what's up, Black Jesus? You know, what's up? I love it. Right. I love it. I'd rather you approach me than not, man, because, you know, it means I'm doing something right, especially when they approach me and tell me, you know, how much they like the show, man. I really appreciate that, man. And, it, and it's just amazing, man, just being offered the, all the opportunity and, and, and the privilege and the perks that come with it. I mean, being on, being on TV is a dream job as a, in itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But a, a lot of the other stuff, just the, you know, the way the fans appreciate you, man, this, that's, that's some heartwarming stuff right there, man. You know, just you know, to be revered, and, you know, people want to talk to you, man, and, you know, I've been told, like, you know, I've talked to some people, and they're like, yeah, you made my day, man, you know, and it's it's just amazing, I'm just, I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know, man, what, what is it like, I don't know, I'm just living my life every day, bro, yeah. I'm just, you know what I'm saying, I still talk to people and do things, and, you know, same stuff, man, and, you know, I'm still in the same places, Yeah. you know, although I have more places to go now, I still try to frequent some of the areas I was before I was on television, and, mm-hmm. You know, just try to remain grounded and keep, you know, I think that's what got me here. So I got to make sure I keep getting my fix of what's real mm-hmm. so I can bring it over here and translate it on this side of Wilshire. Nice. No I was at um, the Comic-Con at the, um, down at the convention center, I think earlier this year doing some stuff. And, you know, you see all these people in these costumes. You see you know, Marvel, you, you see people, the Marvel comics, you see uh, DC. Yeah. And then... I started seeing people as Black Jesus, Shut and up. I was like, "Holy shit! Look at that! That's that dope. has to be, you know, that that has to be That's like dope. the ultimate, yeah, compliment." Bam, bam. It, it's crazy, and I, the best way I can describe it to people is like this: People ask me what it's like, and I say, "I'm in, it's like I'm inside a big ass building, and I'm just looking out the window, and I see what I see out the window, mm-hmm. but." I can't really see how big that building is because I'm in it. Right. Yeah. You got to be like away from it. And then, you know, I'm, I'm talking to people who are away looking at the building like, damn, you know, like I'm right in the middle of it. So for me, it's, it's kind of different. You know, it's a lot bigger. It look, it's a lot bigger to some people, but, but me, I'm doing it. And it's, 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 wow, I forgot what the fuck I was going to say, but yeah. No, yeah. you said it. That's, yeah. I get it. That's good. Um, can we talk about some of the stuff that you're doing? I've seen you on tour with Charlie Murphy, and I thought you were hilarious. Thank you. Um, and 
Were you at the Improv in Ontario last weekend, or is it coming up soon? It's I know it's last soon. Weekend. Okay, last weekend. Um, that's great that you're on tour with Charlie Murphy. Um, any more dates for that? Um, yeah, they coming up. They coming up, man. I don't know because I'll be doing different stuff, man. Charlie yeah. got Charlie got his dates, and I'm kind of busy doing different. I'm auditioning and doing my digital work mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And I'm doing my own stand-up tour. Yes, it's called standby. <laughs> it's called the standby ticket tour. Yes, yes, Slink Johnson standby ticket tour. Your brother might be there, or might not. Let's see how many people <laughs> trying to get on that flight. <laughs> uh, you said that it. you were auditioning, um, so you are obviously doing uh, uh, trying to do more roles for film and TV and so forth. I, I would imagine most definitely. You yeah. know, it don't stop. It don't stop. I'm turning my stand-up game up. Uh, 200 fold and you know I'm, I'm I'm still on my TV and my film you know I gotta get it man you know your boy baking cakes changing breaks you know what I'm saying I still I still strip on Tuesday nights and you know it's just like whatever man your boy gotta get it I appreciate the hustle I appreciate it I want to just give some acknowledgement you were in a film called Meet My Valentine that was out earlier this year on, on um um the network is IFC. IFC and then you were also in Sharknado 3 how was that um, that, that's a huge phenomenon itself. Everybody wanted yeah. to be in Sharknado, yeah. Man, look here, man. I've been I've been so so blessed, man. I mean, I've I've had some great people reach out to me, man. I've had some wonderful opportunities. Sharknado three, uh, the people down there, um, you know, they reached out to me, reached out to my agency. Shout out to Tracy, uh, um, you know, my girl Tracy Christian. I was with her at that time. Okay, thank you very much, Tracy. You know, she got me the job down there at Sharknado. And, um, yeah, it, it, it was an amazing opportunity because that's a cult phenomenon. Yeah. That's a cult classic movie right yeah. there, man. So, you know, it was just crazy, man. You know, and to hmm. see myself, I'm like, damn, I'm really up there shooting and getting bit by sharks. And folks be tripping. If you look at the movie, I lived. All my <laughs> friends be like, oh, man, you got killed. You got ate by a shark. Didn't you see me talking? Look a little bit, like, let it go a couple more minutes. You see me talking. <laughs> I lived. The shark didn't kill your boy. I love it. I love it. I love I've it. been in South Central for 32 years. I'll be damned if I let a shark kill me. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. Do you have any? Actually, which is a great question. When you started out, did you always want to be in the entertainment field? Was there something else that you had your mind on? Yeah, man. I started out when I when I when I said that you know I want to go into the entertainment field, and I looked at it as a, as a serious and viable uh, uh, means to to you know to to support myself. Yeah. Hip hop and rap was my first thing. You know, I was signed, I was a rapper. You know, I am a rapper. I am a rapper, and I, my name at that time was Slink Capone. Uh, I signed a, a deal with Too Short back in '98. You know, we um, we, we got a chance to travel. I, tra- I got a chance to travel with him. I did a lot of records with him. I was on a lot of his albums. Uh, I got to ch- I worked with DJ Quick real close for a while. So you know, I got a chance to get around. However, you know, um, it didn't unfold for me the way I would like to. I would like it to, but. You know, it is what it is. I, I think that all of it was preparation for this. You know, I've always been a funny guy. I've always been the guy who who crack the jokes and clown and make the spectacle. You know, I've always been that dude. And, but like I said, rap was what I wanted to, you know, propel me to stardom or whatever. But, yeah. you know, I think my, my personality, you know, that I'm, I'm thankful to God that that, really, you know, came out and led my path, because, you know, I always clown with everything, you know, I was I was a quote-unquote reality rapper, but, you know, I've always been a, I've always been a class clown. Yeah, gotcha. In everything I do, and, you know, 
I did my first film in 93 with a friend of mine by the name of Jason Van Veen. He was a film student at the time, and he just took a liking to my personality. He took a liking to me and my personality, and he invited me to come in and um, be the lead on his film. That's cool. My first job was was a lead. So, nice. Um, it was dope, and then I saw myself on film. Like I said, that was 93, and I was like, oh, that's dope. I want to do it again. But yeah. it wasn't so much like, damn, I want to do that. Oh, that's dope. I want to do it again. But come on, let's go to the studio. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, you know, man, you know, God God know where he wants you. He right. know, and he know when he wants you there. So, you know, everything is just a matter of time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So at uh, six foot seven, which people may not see uh, since you're sitting down in here, uh, did you play any sports? Did you uh, did you hoop at all? No, I didn't. I didn't play a lot of basketball coming up. Um, I wasn't really the most athletic brother. Actually, I'm dealing with a medical condition. Okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't play ball because I couldn't jump. I can't jump real high. No, no, I can't. I can't jump real high. I got see. I got this medical condition called elephantitis of the testicles. My balls is fifty pounds. So it's kind of hard jumping with fifty pound balls. I, I, I get that. I would uh, I would imagine so. I mean, this shit this shit hurt. <laughs> I mean, it don't physically hurt, but it hurts that I can't go out there with my comrades and you know run coast to coast and dunk balls and shit because I got to carry these big, heavy, hairy, wrecking balls. These large gargantuan gonads. Uh. They're just so fucking. They're, they're, that's like I'm sitting on a fucking uh, beanbag. <laughs> it's like I got a walking. I got, I got a built-in beanbag. And that's why he's in the entertainment field. Uh, man. Respect you. Okay. No, no further questions, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> is that what you say there? I like your shirt. Um, you Thank are you. you're wearing a shirt. It's called. Uh, it's um, John Witherspoon is on there, and it says "I never uh, never say when." And then Black Jesus season two. Um, I I've been seeing some things on um on your Instagram where you have some. Kind of like black uh, black Jesus uh, memorabilia. Oh yeah, man! Can um, I have some? Oh yeah, oh sure you can have some. Um, black Jesus. Well, um, we're gonna make sure the marketing department or the people down in the promotion department over at Adult Swim sent us some bobbleheads, some toast. Uh, you know they got the toast. They they have a toaster or something in which they burn an image of Jesus's face. What? In the toast. I think I seen that's, that. That's the I, think I seen that. That's the other. So uh, Adult Swim, we need some toast. Uh, we need some bobbleheads. We need some T-shirts, and we need some merch. The guys over here at After Buzz TV need some merch. Much love. So make sure you shoot it to your boy, so I can bring them to him and make it look like I'm more involved in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it, appreciate it. And so, um, where can you be found on social media? And let everyone know where you can be found. I can't be found on social media. I'm in the streets. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. You can find me on all your social media, all your networks at Slink Johnson. S L I N K J O H N S N N. Excuse me. S L I N K J O H N S O N. What's that? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, uh, Tumblr. Everything. Everything. Pinterest. And and please let me know when your uh, standby uh, standby ticket tour. Oh, the standby ticket tour is popping at any time. You just make sure you go tell your promoter that you want your boy in town. There you go. I'm I'm, I'm there as soon as your promoter send me that bread to have me in there. (laughs) In all seriousness, I have seen this man do stand-up. He is freaking hilarious so anytime that you hear that he's at any venue across the across the globe please go see this man because he's very funny and uh really quickly uh you guys have any predictions for uh season two black jesus episode five still holding a candle for diane and jason even though jason is a complete fuck up my 
prediction was that they'll use the truck to spread the message, and I think I got that on point. So I think I'm going to stick with that. They're going to continue that. I would love to ask about where is that going, but you're not going to answer that question. So I am going to stick with my prediction. I still think Miss Tootie and Fish are going to smash. Mm. They're going to get it on. Now that's saying a whole lot, man. Fish got to be you drunk re- for that. You really think you really think that that Miss Tootie was stooped to to, to to smashing one of her son's friends? Yeah, I do, mm-hmm. but I don't think Fish would stoop. Hey, don't get it twisted, man. Miss Tootie <laughs> fine as motherfucker, man. You know what I'm saying? If I wasn't playing such a holy character, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Where, where can they find us? Well, where can you be found on social media? <laughs> I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at be your own dad. That's your boy. Hit me up. Continue the conversation. Yeah, man. Instagram and Twitter as well. Uh, at I am more fire. And you can also find him in the latest McDonald's commercial because yeah, I yeah. beat it. Ooh, okay. And you're in another one. That I Samsung. Saw I just got yeah. a Samsung release. We working. Jesus. Out here. Yeah. We working. <laughs> and you can find me on Actually, all social media at Black. Uh, you can. I said black. You can find me on all social media at Bam Erickson. We want to thank our special guest, Mr. Black Jesus himself, Mr. Sling Johnson, and After Buzz Building. Thank you so much. We wish you the best and come back. And we look forward to uh, season three and season four. And just let's just keep riding it out. Let's keep riding it out. Thank you, man. I thank you guys over here at After Buzz, man, because you know you've. uh, you know, this is the second season for me, and, you know, the first season you opened your doors up, and, again, I, I, I'm, I'm happy to hit, be here again. You know, you guys covered the show real thorough, real uh, respectful, man. I really like that, man. I appreciate that, man. I'm going to go in there and use your bathroom facilities and drop a number two. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the perfect way to end this. Peace. We out. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 